Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Conversations, where we look at the intersection of relationships, faith, and leadership. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Clark. And I'm Christian Harden. We're so glad you joined us. So welcome back for another episode of Coffee and Conversations. We're officially kicking off 2023. Now, it seems like we're a few weeks late. I I know what they're thinking right now, Christian. All of our listeners. They're thinking the same. Both of them are thinking. (laughs) that The one in Wales. (laughs) And the one down the hall. So here's the deal. I'm going to pretend like it was intentional because I really do. I am going to use the fact that, hey, we are starting three weeks in. And I, I kind of want to ask the questions that we're asking today, three weeks into the new year. Mm-hmm. Like, so I want to talk about, hey, you had some goals maybe coming into this new year. Maybe you didn't. Not too late to start. Yeah. But how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because they say 21 days typically to do what? You know, create a habit. To create a habit. And so I'm thinking, hey, let's let's reflect on have have you been able to create some new habits? Yeah. Uh, this is where everyone that signed up for the gym membership has already stopped going. Right. Or they're killing it. Right. Crushing those goals. Yeah. And they're not going to be stopping. Yeah. uh, Because they've developed a new rhythm and habits in their life. So I'm curious, like some people enter into the new year and they have like some overarching themes or words that they feel impressed upon, you know, maybe it's going to be something that they're going to focus on or some changes they are really desiring. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, is that your typical rhythm? Do you typically have a word? Typically, no. Uh, this year, though, uh, I changed that. Yeah. And I picked one. And uh, the word's content. I like it. Whatever, uh, you know, however cliche that word may be. Uh, it really means a lot to me this year. And so, yeah, content it is. What about you? Content. So I have, I have like, I have a word personally, and then I have one for, for work. Yeah. Um, and I, I am that guy. I typically do have a word for the year. Um, so, yeah. Um, so for at home and in my personal life, I really feel like it's safe, safety. Yeah. Like I'm really wanting to create a safe place for people mm. around me, yeah. um, for my kids to thrive and grow, uh, for my wife to feel supported. Um, so safe and safety. Yeah, um, are, is a big one at home, and then here at work, I, I really it's stabilized. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of growth. It's been exciting. There's momentum, um, some changes. Uh, some of them very, very good for sure, even great. But I'm like, okay, we need on the other side of growth. We need to stabilize. Sure, uh, we want to maintain health. We make sure all the systems are, are mm-hmm. well oiled and running well. So. Right, that's good. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, what does content mean to you? What? Do you, what is that? Yeah, uh, I didn't even share this off air. It kind of. Um, Towards the end of last year, uh, Dana, our coworker, and I were sitting in a car picking up bags before our beach trip, and she shared that uh, Hebrew word anava with me and just the meaning and where it comes from and how, uh, if I haven't shared it on here, anava essentially means it's like the Hebrew word for humility or humble, and it really just, you know, the trans- literal translation is like not taking more or taking less than where God has you in. And so really is like you are, you're, you're accepting of where God has you and um, you're not looking for more and you're, and you're not doing any less. And, and, and to me, I'm like, as I'm like chewing on this word for the better half of three months, I'm like, you know, that also like can kind of partner and go hand in hand with content, uh, you know, content where God has you. Um, now content, humility, you know, we, we talked about that towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. But yeah, just had some crazy life changes last year, or really all of la- last year was 
kind of just moving into a new place where I didn't feel comfortable and uh, maybe I still don't, but being content there uh, in a place of um, that's being renovated and it was very chaotic and frustrating and you're spending a lot of money and you're seeing that money add up and um, you're stuck in two bedrooms at one time. Uh, you don't have like a working dishwasher in another and everything just seems like it's just chaos. Uh, and you know, uh, stuff happens with students and, um, we lost one and, you know, my relationship with my mother, I've been pretty transparent on here is not always the best. And so the end of the year was really rough and rocky for a lot of reasons. And so I think I let my emotional state really dictate a lot of how I interacted towards the end of the year of not really enjoying a lot of things that just missing stuff like Christmas day. I just felt like it was so foggy. Um, and I, I feel like I just was like, I was there, but I wasn't there. I, I was, you know, I was actively there, but just, yeah, I couldn't, you know, I probably can't even tell you one or two things, highlights from that day, which really sucks because it's one of my favorite days to engage with people. And so I think moving into this year, the plan was just to be content where I'm at. That's so good. And just as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, content doesn't mean settling. Mm. You know, it's not like, well, I'm not going to have any goals. Right. I'm going to try to change anything. Yeah. Don't want to rock the boat. I'm just going to be content. Right. Not, not at all. It's no. active trusting. Yeah, because normally I'm I'm looking for the next big thing. I'm looking for, I mean, you've, you know me my whole life. So, but you've seen me become a person that loves adventure, loves um, flying by the seat of his pants. I think that's the right way to say it. Uh, you just like always going, doing something new, extroverted, going, 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 and and trying new things. Uh, there's there could be joy in that, but I don't know if there's really content in that um, because you're not doing the same thing. You know, there's no, there's no room for the mundaneness. Yeah, uh, which I think is like a place for God to show up in the mundane and and to be and have sweet areas uh, of growth and just the the ordinary. Yeah, um, yeah, and so I've, I even started counseling um, last Thursday, and because my job is great and and supports exploring that avenue of just being able to talk to somebody. And, uh, I think at the end of last year, I was like, okay, yeah, I really need this because it's affecting how I just perceive things, uh, or enjoy things that are uncharacteristic. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. You know, and I think there's probably a lot of people that, um, can, can reflect on, man, how have I, how am I sitting in the space where I'm at and I'm still able to have gratitude Mm -hmm. while trusting uh, and contentment is a big piece of that. And I think about what Paul writes in Philippians that gets so misaligned when it's quoted, but, you know, doing all things through through Jesus, through, yeah. through Christ who gives us strength. And he's talking about, I've learned a secret. Like, this was like, this isn't, not everybody gets this. Yeah. That I can I can learn to live with lack or a lot. I can learn when things are going the way I expect and even when they're not. I can learn to trust God no matter what the circumstances or situation. I've learned the secret of contentment. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's truly a secret. It's a mystery. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's definitely not a paradigm of this world. It is definitely upside down kingdom principles. Yeah. Um, and so that's really neat. I love that. Yeah. I think about, you know, as we had a spiritual director in here walking with us last, last semester, mm-hmm. really challenging us on the depth of our relationship with the Lord and our intimacy and our walk and, and not checking boxes, but yet here are some 
you know, what most people would call spiritual disciplines, but she called them um, rhythms of grace. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, okay, I love that. Just even the the focus and approach to that. Right. We made um, a rule of life. The rule of life. Yeah. Still look at mine right now and, yeah. and just I, I check it uh, often to see how, how am I doing with that? Right. Am I, is it helping me get to my goals? Yeah. And that's what that is. You know, we're talking about new year and goals. And um, sometimes you got to have some things that, that help you get there. Right. Like if I want to get healthier, but I don't start looking up some healthier foods. Yeah. Or uh, things that fit my rhythm of life. If it's, man, I need I need some recipes that aren't going to take me all day mm-hmm. to make. Or what are some things I can make and take to work or right. you know, whatever prepping. it may be. Yeah, you got to prepare it. Right? Yeah. Meal, meal prep of life. Meal prep, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm super excited because it challenged me even spiritually. Like I was checking boxes in a lot of areas last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really wouldn't be a flex. It would be a flex of like, hey, look at what steroids did because it was falsely inflated. <laughs> That's, um, that's a good analogy. Yeah. So I, it was like, yeah, wow, six chapters a day I'm listening to on my Bible app, on my phone, but I'm not really getting anything out of it because I'm listening to it while in the shower. And it's just, I'm just barreling through and I'm getting nothing out of it. Yeah. And so I just realized this isn't working. So I was challenged by the spiritual direction. I was like, all right, paper Bible back to the paper Bible, force myself awesome. to journal through scripture. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's happening so far. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Cause you were listening to the Bible in like four times speed. And it's one chapter, <laughs> one chapter. a day that I want to, I want to hear from Jesus. And it's truly that I'm only doing the gospels this year. That's awesome. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John four times. Yeah. I'm just going to read one chapter all year. That's good. And uh, I've got my family doing it with me, which is really fun. Yeah. So Ellie and Judah, my kids and my, my wife's doing it. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the fruit's going to come of that just in my heart mm-hmm. uh, with connecting with Jesus and not just checking boxes. And yeah. So. Heck yeah. Yeah, I might even do that. I, 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 <clears throat> I talked with Desley about doing something on the lines. A lot of our goals as a married couple, which was good to say because five years into marriage and you know we've never done that before. And so one of her dumb influencers that she follows on Instagram did it. And, and, and I guess some kind of good came from that of just good conversation of like, we have a Bible on, on the table now, like a children's one uh, for Penny to like look through as she's just eating. Uh, it can get messy. It's mm. like very thick cardboard, yeah. cardstock. You know, you could picture The beginner's it. Bible. Yeah, essentially. And it has like animals and things and um, actually like color correct, like Jewish men. And, and so, which I told her, <laughs> yeah. was like, it has to be color correct. It can't be white Jesus. Uh, um, but yeah. And so she's been looking at it every night. Uh, another is like praying, um, praying like one at bedtime together every day, but then for five minutes, one time a week, like we're active prayer mm. together, uh, intentional date nights, things that we already did decently through the year, but being just more intentional of, of those yeah. things. And, and then seeking fun. I added one of like just seeking contentment together yeah. with where we're, with what Penny, what we're doing there, of like not trying to facilitate anything crazy. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, be present. I, yeah. So good. With that, just like putting phones away when we're with her. That way she's yeah. not seeing us. I'm not done too well with that because of the NFL playoffs going on right now. <laughs> but if I'm being completely transparent, but the Chiefs, uh, Eagles, man, E A G L E S, Eagles. Um, but, but yeah, it's just little things like that that you can tell of like, it just, I don't know. It does like feel good to the soul of a yeah. little decompression. Uh, the church we've been going to, they, you know, it's been more of like, now I'm cognizant of where when I grab my phone in the morning, but they're like, yeah, we have our phones in a different room 
Uh, and and so I'm like, hmm, I like a bedtime, like charging it away from where you sleep. Yeah. Getting an actual alarm clock. Uh, those are things that we're talking about. So it's good conversations we're having at the that is up good. on the mountain. That is good. We've started doing some of that with with our teenagers at home. Um, everybody's phones have to be charged out in public. Yeah. In the living room. That's good. Um, we're we're just trying to, and we're held. We're kind of, hey, you kids, help us set the rules. Mm-hmm. Like, what what kind of relationship do you want to have, and do we want to have as a family with technology? Yeah, with our devices. Um, and we've this has been a a work in progress of observing other people, ourselves. Um, yeah. What do we want? You know, from our own lives and from our heart entanglement. Yeah. Um, and so it's been really really good uh, as they're starting to FaceTime and text more friends and yeah. even friends of the opposite sex. And, right. you know, so we're trying to, what kind of boundaries do we want to have to, pr- to protect and guard our heart? Right. And I know we're, so. we're talking about goals and checking in and things on this podcast today, but I think it's pretty important to mention those things that if from our word, if I want to be content, I can't be looking at what other people are doing, mm-hmm. you know, or where they're going and taking photos of or where they're traveling to. Cause that's not going to bring contentment. That's going to bring comparison. It's and, the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, so that's why I bring that up, just because I'm like, yeah, no, it works with that. Yeah, I think for me, when I, um, you know, when I when I was impressed with the word safe and safety, I, I just think about hey, not going home with a lot of stress and energy that is toxic mm-hmm. when I kind of unload uh, at home, but I kind of decompress before I get there, and uh, that was the that was the big emphasis for me was going in and, and like it's a supportive environment for everyone when I get there. It's not. Um, it's not like just blah, I'm, I'm overwhelmed or mm-hmm. I'm stressed out, but I've, I've done my due diligence to not be on the phone call until I'm pulling in the driveway or, yeah. you know, but have, have decompressed and, um, can be mindful. Literally the other day I, I was opening my front door and I'm like, I'm going to create a safe place for my kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm about. To, and so I'm, I'm saying these things to myself because I know if I want to see new habits and new patterns, I've got to be so intentional right, about right. it. That's good. Um, and I, one of the biggest ones that was f- probably four months in the work was how do I support my family in what the Lord is leading them into? And this was really, really hard because we were talking about for life when you're talking about um, another child joining your family yeah. potentially forever with the adoption. And um, this was something that the 21 Days of Prayer that our church started out with, uh, I knew was a kind of a pain point for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the only place that my wife and I were really on different pages. And I know, uh, you know, fostering has, has definitely been her call and I've been able to support her, especially in the children that we have fostered young children, that she could be a nurturing uh, environment for them. And um, so this is where the Lord's really challenged me on how can I serve and support and trust God that he's going to be enough for me. Yeah. Um, even as I feel stretched and, uh, it could, it came with a, a family conversation on our bed two weeks ago as DCS was putting some pressure on us as they should, uh, for an answer of permanency for this little girl. And, uh, it just came through tears after hearing where everybody was at of naming my fears hmm. in front of them. This is what I'm afraid of. And I was, I couldn't talk for a couple of minutes, but I said, just give me a minute. Don't, don't talk. I want to, I want to say these things <laughs> and they don't normally see their dad like that. But I think it was very, it was so healthy yeah. um, to be vulnerable and for them to see, Hey, dad's afraid he's going to be overwhelmed and stressed out. Dad's afraid that he will end up being a dad that he doesn't want to be. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be upset or angry. he doesn't want to create an unsafe environment Yeah, uh, because I feel I'm at my capacity. But the Lord was asking me, can you trust me? 
Can you trust me that in the midst of the storm that, hey, what I'm calling you into, uh, my word is firm and is more sure uh, than the water and the tumultuous uh, waves around you? Um, that, hey, you can take heart and not be afraid. You can yeah. name your fear. It's a ghost. No, it's actually Jesus. Uh, name your fear, but watch what I'm about to do in the midst of it, yeah. in the midst of what you think is your fear. Uh, watch what I'm about to do. So that was where the Lord really gave me some assurance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Things didn't, like, it wasn't a light switch. And I think for a lot of people listening right now, like, hey, they had goals. Maybe it was in restoring relationships that have been really broken, whether it's family or friends or uh, people that were close to them before. They're really believing for restoration. Or right. maybe it's some addiction uh, that they're really wanting to see broken or financial freedom um, that they're really believing for to change in the midst of what they, it, it, our economy is telling mm-hmm. us something different, but they're believe they're like, God, I've got to, I don't see a way out unless you. Yeah. Uh, but whatever it is that people listening right now are believing for, I just believe that he he has spoken that to him, mm-hmm. just like he has spoken to us, and, and he's he's inviting us, right? It's that gentle invitation. He's not yeah. forcing us um, to participate in experiencing his goodness, yeah. uh, where otherwise we couldn't do it. These words aren't things that we could do on our own. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to be able to conjure up contentment. No, I can't. Yeah, it's so true. It's it's a word that you have to rely on someone else to 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 do that for to to change my heart or to remind yeah. me or uh, accountability of in those moments of, of sticking to something that I set for myself. Yeah. I, I mean, you can posture set, yourself. Yeah. But to, re- to receive and be to there. Receive. But yeah. yeah. The end of the day. Yeah. It's God kind of God's will in that moment. Yeah. So I hope those that are listening um, are thinking about their own words or thinking about what God is doing in their life. Uh, right now, and I would love to hear, hey, what are some of the things that are that are challenging you? Yeah. Where is God developing your heart? And uh, you can email us, podcast at kiko.org, K-I-C-K-O dot O-R-G. Mm-hmm. So hit us up there. We hope that you've enjoyed this, and we'll see you again next month. Uh, hopefully we'll have some great interviews lined up in 2023, yeah. uh, as well as hear some of the topics you guys want to discuss. So until next time.